Good morning. Good morning. This is my dad, <laughs> and I'm his daughter <laughs> from Ipswich. <laughs> we weren't Seventh-day Adventists growing up. On the contrary, we were told to stay away from you sects. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is also over there. <laughs> so we were brought up Christian. I remember as, as little kids, my dad used to read from the Bible, and the, he had an organ. And afterwards, we'll sit around the organ and we'll sing, Jesus loves me, this I know, cause the Bible tells me so. So we, that, that was Christianity for us. We, we attended every Sunday, every church. So I've been to thousands and thousands of church sermons. And then eventually I grew up and I gave my heart to the Lord in the Rhema Church. That's a very evangelical, the evangelical church in South Africa. Because we, we grew up in the Dutch Reformed Church, which you come in, you sit down, you shut up. <laughs> so there it was just different. There was life in the place. And then Bloemfontein didn't have one of those churches. So we, we went to Bloemfontein and we joined the Apostolic Church, which was sort of similar, but a little bit more conservative, more to our liking. So eventually we, we got in there and then this Toronto blessing thing started and it got a bit too much for us, so we moved to the Baptist Church and then we moved to another church and we saw the church jumping and by then we moved to Australia. And we got here and we found Baptist Church because we're in a foreign country now. We need some, only thing is God. We need to hang on to God to get through this. So we went to the Baptist Church and we went to Centro Church. And eventually we jumped churches and jumped churches. We could not find anything that suited us. And eventually we left the church altogether. We didn't want to know nothing because we didn't find what we were looking for. And we went on a holiday to Botswana, me and my dad and my brothers. And because we were a religious family, that, that was just a couple of years ago, like five, six years ago. So in the morning when we, we, we get up, before we start game driving out in Botswana, we had to read from the Bible and pray. And then my dad will say, all right, this is your holiday. You do what you like. But I think this is what we should do. <laughs> and of course, then, then we, we decided between the brothers, all right, now that this is what we'll do. And then we'll tell my dad. And he will go and he sit behind a tent on his own little chair, sulking like a two-year-old. Two <laughs> Just two minutes after we have been praying and worshiping, and just before I forget, when we were little, I, I told you, we, we read the Bible, we went out, we sing, Jesus loves you. But when we went on holiday as Christians, we got paid by my father and my auntie, one rand for every little Indian that was on our beach to take him off the beach. That is the Christians that read the Bible, 
seeing Jesus loves you. We were, we, we were so blind. But thank God, today we see. Amen. So our change came when something in our family happened with our elder daughter. She decided to sort of abandon God and go her own way. And it made us realize and read the story of the lost son. Suddenly, I was the father. It was always just a story, but suddenly, I was that father. And it made a major impact. I'm, I'm, I'm a man-man. You can see, real men don't cry. I did not cry. I sobbed for weeks. Then I went on my knees and I prayed for God. God, is there a way she can be saved? And the answer that I got was totally what I did not expect. Because I suddenly realized that I wasn't saved. And that my youngest daughter here, I have never even taught her one word out of the Bible. And then at that stage when we were looking for answers, a friend of mine from South Africa shared with me Daniel 2, in the midst of time. And we started, I started listening in the shed first, because I got my speakerphones on and, and I'm listening. I was, what? The Bible actually says this? How is it that for 52 years and thousands of services, no one has ever told us this? So I went that night, put it on the big screen TV, connected the phone on the TV, and I said, Joe, come, watch this. So we watched it and we were amazed. So we Googled some more and we started watching and watching and watching. And we, you people don't know how hungry some of the people out there are. We ate and we ate and we could not get enough. We still cannot get enough. So fortunately, I never Googled Walter White to see. I did not know he was a Seventh-day Adventist, otherwise I, I would not have listened. I would have shied away from that sect. So about the 15th CD, I remember me and my wife sitting on the couch, ears pricked. We're watching this, and it was the mystic realm of death. And we sat and we watched and we watched. And there was one moment that we just both looked at each other. And we knew that we have been lied to for 52 years. And by then we were convinced that it was the truth. So we started Googling churches. And we were lucky enough to find Ipswich Church. And we walked in there and it was Sabbath school. And Braden was busy talking away on Daniel 9, I think. And we were already very skeptic because we're now walking into the sect church. We are watching everything. <laughs> if there's anything unkosher, we're going to run. <laughs> so it didn't take long when Braden said, um, you know, then Michael will stand up. That's Jesus coming. What? Are they going to take the black cat out here now and slaughter a cat or what? <laughs> We've never heard that. 
And then we went back eventually and I Googled and, uh, and I found out we were pretty much the only people that didn't know that. <laughs> so that was our journey and we eventually decided to obey what the word says, all Ten Commandments. And the moment we started obeying, you know, if you love me, keep my commandments and I will. So he gave us the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit convicted us of, oh, actually, if we don't keep the Sabbath, it is a sin. So we started obeying more and more and the more we obeyed, it just escalated into more truth and more truth and that's where we came from. I'll also be super quick, hopefully just like two minutes. <clears throat> but I would like to add to that. Um, we went to Ipswich Seventh-day Adventist Church for the whole of one week, and then COVID lockdown happened, and we attended on church um, online for nine months, and then we went back, and we met all these people that we'd had online, so that was cool. But I remember when my dad and my mom first started learning all of these truths, and my dad was super excited because he hadn't learned this before. And then every time I walked into the kitchen and dad was there, I'd be like, oh no. Because then I'd have to sit down and listen to all this new stuff that he'd learned. <clears throat> Thankfully, the Holy Spirit worked on my heart a lot as well. And now I love listening and I'm so glad that he tells me everything. But So I didn't grow up in the Seventh-day Adventist church. Um, the, the biggest memory that I have from church in the past was you get a chocolate bar if you bring a friend. That's, that's what I remember from church. I didn't go to Pathfinders, and I barely know any children's songs. I know a few now, but... <clears throat> so my journey is just at the beginning, um, really, but God has already abundantly blessed me and led me to Ipswich Church and to Arise last year, and he's even led me to Finland. <laughs> um, yeah, praise the Lord. So... Um, I don't really have that many answers to prayer that I know of yet, um, but mum mentioned to me just before that um, us being here is an answer to prayer. We might not know whose it is, but praise the Lord um, for that. And I just wanted to tell you a quick lesson that we've learned that we find is very important and maybe missed um, in the church. Only God knows why it took my parents and I such a long time to find the truth but we know that his timing is perfect and God uses all things together for good to those who love him. So God used this difficult situation with my sister for our ultimate good and we know that his timing was perfect. We might not have been here otherwise. We do need to remember this though, as a church when other people come into our church, especially in our current times, when more people are searching for the truth and coming from all different walks of life um, very different to our own. It's not really for us, and this is a lesson that I've learned the hard way, um, but it's not really for us to decide when people come to Jesus and who gets to come to Jesus at that time. Um, our timing isn't God's timing and his plans are not our plans. So we are very grateful to God um, and we are constantly in awe of what we have because of him, his eternal love and peace and truth and salvation, um, just because he loves us. I think we as a church um, should be sharing this and 
We should stop keeping things to ourselves and stop judging other people who are different and stop reserving our love only for people who love us back. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to judge someone who is... I don't want to be offensive to anyone, but I also don't want people to be saying amen because I know that we have a lot of people who say amen to everything, but we are the ones also that say amen who don't, um, who may be the ones that are still judging people. Please don't take offense to that, anyone. I do that too, but um, it's very easy to judge someone who is dirty on the outside, but we need just as much cleaning as they do on the inside. And that's what Jesus cares about. I'm really close, I'm sorry. (laughs) This weekend has taught us a very important lesson. We can do nothing without God, so we must be in constant communication with him and praise the Lord that he is not only mighty, but willing to save, just as he did with our family. Please keep praying for the people that you love and the ones that you don't love, because when we meet them in heaven, what a cool thing to say, with God, how worth it will everything be that we went through for the prayers that we gave to them. Praise the Lord that we can pray and that he will not only hear, but listen. Amen.